what happens when two podcasts and five friends come together on a regular occurrence. It's not like these two podcasts have never met before. We have, under slightly different circumstances. Welcome to The Witching Hour, a collaboration between the Paranormal Patter Podcast and the Everything Coincidental Podcast. Here, we will be discussing our favourite paranormal events, from creepy goings-on, hauntings, unclassified cases, and all round, everything weird and wonderful in the world of the paranormal. Alright. <laughs> Welcome to the Jibber Jabber Podcast meets Everything Coincidental, where we bring you Hello. the second edition of The Witching Hour. <laughs> Not in the day with witches, really, unless one of you guys have a story about witches. Tonight Not we're going to. Hey. Nah, none? No, none? You sure? Not tonight, sure. no. I mean, we're all kind of married. So somebody's got a fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> tonight we'll spend about an hour kind of chatting a bit back and forth about what's been going on in the world of paranormal and all that. Platter. So, aye, without further ado, let's get fucking cracked into it. Um, put your hand up if, if you've got some cool stories to talk about this week on the Witching Hour. Kevin! I kind of do. Can he just be me, man? I kind of do. Can he? Aye. Um, right, well, I'll start then, right? Um, and I'll give you guys time because I'm quite, I'm quite um, into this thing, right? So, get this. <clears throat> There is this old theory, right? No, that old, but kind of old. I say kind of old because it was like an old theory, but only recently folk have started getting it because it, right? So there's this thing called, and I think I sent you a wee TikTok, it's called the Serbian Dancing Lady, right? And it's this mad cat. She's she's dressed like a wee woman that's just going to the shop to pick up some eggs and milk, right? But she's proper gaining at this in the street, right? And apparently, if you see her gaining at this in the street, she turns to you and stabs fuck at you. Deed. Right? And wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. What? J Mac, you look a bit shocked. What? What's that? I, I, I just I like I mean the your your eloquence in, in telling the story is one thing. Um but yeah, please 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 tell me more. To be fair, that just sounds like somebody on spice. <laughs> it does, eh? She's a cat. <laughs> Just about Bourbon Street on a Saturday night. I know, right? I know. The lot, the lot. Hey, if she sees you, you die. It's like, well, that's yeah. usually how it happens. If you get seen in the, the main street at a certain time of night, you end up deep. Um, so they say her face has never been revealed, right? Because she's kind of just dancing away, you know, all the hidden face part, right? And then her, her movements are similar to Serbian, a Serbian folk caller, right? Now, I don't like it's kind of. They call it your drink. So, Kieran, what's a folk caller? <laughs> it's, I'm assuming a type of dance. I would imagine it's a type of uh, folk rendition of mood, is what I'm going to call it. Well, I'm going to go. Or with that. some incredibly tasty moves. <laughs> well, it's just like she, I, I can do it. She, she dances like this, and she's got a wee two-step thing going with her feet, right? So it's nothing too creative. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, right, they say that, that when somebody spots her, she chips you with a knife. Like, <laughs> wait a minute. What kind of ghost that's, stabs you with a knife? That's what I mean. is, this the, is, this, is this where the phrase dance as if nobody's watching you came from? 
this is exactly probably <laughs> Dance as if you're going to stab somebody. <laughs> That's Will Smith. Stabby, um, stabby, clean the knife. Stabby. Stabby. I, I can't now, there's people, these things have been shown up on TikTok all over, eh? And it's like, like oh, Big no, fish, man. Little fish, cunt in a coffin. No, it's more like this. If I had more space, I'd show you. Like, because I, I don't want yeah, to bring up the video. moves. He's got right, the moves. Let's, let's try yeah. this, right? She's like, this. Right, let's go oh, Take your headphones off. She's like this. I mean, we're not getting get anywhere. She's like this. <laughs> that's me at every wedding. I didn't really show you. That's exactly how it I see Kevin McAllister's that's face really in the background. He's horrified. <laughs> <laughs> that's because Kevin's not wearing any pants. <laughs> What's up? Uh, who wears pants on a podcast? <laughs> the rest of us. Um, <laughs> freak <laughs> um hi it's, it's mad she dances this mad dance right and then folks see her and they're like no i've seen her now and i wonder how it happens because they say that folk have died after seeing her and it, and it begs the question how how did they they know that they saw her is it because oh well she's dead on the street stabbed must have seen her or is it just like no, there's that woman! Oh, deep now! It's the same as all those kind of theories of, like, the flying Dutchman that just leaves no survivors. But where the fuck do the stories come from then? Like, it just doesn't work. Kieran, Aye. the flying Dutchman, do tell. What's that? Um, mystical... Mate, just... the flying Dutchman, was that not an episode Spanish of Scooby-Doo? Totally was. Yeah, it was in, definitely in Scooby Doo. I don't know if it was a Spanish Armada <laughs> ship or we if it was it. part of the English Navy, but it was basically a rogue, rend, a rogue kind of faction of the militia decided that they didn't want to serve the king anymore and serve their own pockets, and they became renowned for basically just pillaging everything that came down. That's where most pirates came from. They were part of the navy and just thought, "Now, nah, bugger us for a laugh, I'm away." So the Tories. Aye. But no. <laughs> <laughs> Tories um, bring some good get up and a boat. Guys, I have another story, right? And we'll come back uh, once we're done with my wee stories. We'll, we'll we'll give an overview on it, and then we'll move on to someone like J Mac who's googling ferociously right now to find something, right? Um, oh no, I've I've yeah, got something. I've got. Right. I, do have, I do have something. So there was a there was this is a true story of mine, right? Now I was I was there. Can I say it is what it is? I don't know. But there's a wee bit of backstory here. So, oh, no, if I say it now, it's probably going to come out in that. Like, fuck will phone me in that. Right, go for anyway, it. Right. Go for it. So, so I have a friend, right? An old friend who I've not seen in 10 plus years. And his mum became a porn star, right? Anyway, before she went on to her life of seduction, right? She wasn't even a porn star. She was just regular old my pal's mum, right? And get this, her dad died, right? And um, she was proper sad because obviously her dad's dead. And <laughs> <laughs> she had this grandfather clock, right, that she bought because it reminded her of her time growing up where dad, who's dead. And one day she pulled me in the living room, right? I know you're again, but no, it wasn't. Right? <laughs> Listen, for the record, you missed out a word there. It was off. <laughs> for, for, the rec- for the record, there was nothing about her was ever dodgy of that um she just chose her own her own path later on in life she was always class just my mate's mom 
right? No, no funny business. And just because they're porn stars, don't make them perverts. Nobody said it. that. Look at them yourself. You're not us. It's the way you're looking at me, J Mac. Right? <laughs> it's just my look. I've got, I've I got rest. You... I've got rest, and she's a pedo face. Well, I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, she was nothing but a great friend's mum. Right? Any, any, anyway, she's like, "Yeah, Kevin, come in and check this out. Show me her phone." She took a picture of her <laughs> block, right? And she's like, "Look in the corner. See that? That's my dad." Shit, you're not right. Mm-hmm. Grandfather clock, and behind the wee bit, it's like ding, ding, the wee, wee stick that moves, right? Pendulum. Behind Pen- that. Pendulum. Uh, uh, the pendulum. <laughs> <laughs> behind that. <laughs> behind that is like a mirror. You know how you're picturing it properly here? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. that mirror, but shit you not, was a dude staring at it. And she was like, that's my dad. Show me a picture. That guy looked just like the guy in the picture. And I'm like, so, it, was, it wasn't like no exact, like it wasn't a Photoshop, right? It wasn't the exact <laughs> picture, but it was enough to go. That is that same person that I'm seeing looking through this mirror. And I saw that and was like, ah, fucking putting that on my MySpace. That shit's fucked up. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what I like is the fact that there was absolutely no need for you to out this woman as a porn star for that story. <laughs> <laughs> Context, J Max. Storytelling. Yeah, right. <laughs> What point this in the story required that element of information? <laughs> Context. We're creating the scene. Letting you I'm making you care about the character. You've you've been on the journey. <laughs> okay. Okay, I accept that. Can I just say, Fee, I love your cup. What is oh, that? That's like one of the wee dancing berries or something. No, it's a, it's Mr. Hollywood. See him. Mr. Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, for Planet Hollywood restaurant. The Planet Hollywood, yeah. Uh, I've never been there. I've heard that it's crap. I think it's down now, is it not? Ah, uh, probably. I had the only good got... thing about it was the cups. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no, I would agree. He sits with me on every podcast. Ah, <laughs> ah the dungeons. Oh. It's about 15 quid a cup. My wife's like, ah, you chuck it out. I'm like, ah. see, no. any cup. There's a reason I'm surrounded by cups in here. It's because my wife wants to chuck them out. And if I take them in here, then she doesn't have to look at them so they don't get chucked out. A baby Yoda sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got Aldi Fanta. <laughs> Fantasy, <laughs> Fantaldi. There we go, Fantaldi. Fantaldi. <clears throat> All right, so that was a crazy story, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you ever see the Aye. clock itself? The what? Did you ever see the clock itself? Aye, it was there. It used to ding all the time, twelve o'clock. <laughs> Just like she does. So, um, and, and there was no, there wasn't any, just a photo, a photo of him. I was just saying, wasn't it like it was an actual mirror instead of nothing else? No, swear to God, even looking at it, like there's no way it was photoshopped. It was a picture taken on her phone. Do you know if I showed you a picture on my phone that isn't a photo that's been put on my phone, but clearly a picture taken from my phone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yeah. that. <clears throat> and there's no way that that was photoshopped. No chance. I looked at him. I was like, "That's no photoshopped." This, this, this was when you saw this. Mm-hmm. Um, so pre-porn starts. <laughs> <laughs> I was about uh, 11, 12. God, with a porn right. star at that oh. age, Jesus. <laughs> so is this uh, is this pre-smartphone? So this is like original camera phone sort this of thing. Is, this is Sony Ericsson era, where your music <laughs> could be on your phone. And that was oh, the she, best era. She had a Sony erection, but there you go. <laughs> no, it was me that had the Sony erection. She had a Sony. 
We need, we need to talk about Sonny Bean at some point. Hey, we, we, need to hey, do Sonny we Bean. can go to his gaff. We can go to that yeah, place. Can. You can actually yeah. go in. Yeah. Hey, yeah. let's load up the van and go. Yep. <laughs> the mystery machine. Let's get in. <laughs> There's a guy around the corner from where I not here, but my my house that's got a van decked out like the mystery machine, and it's amazing. <laughs> Seen it floating about, and I, yeah, I just well, as it passes, I just go ah. Yeah, it's a, amazing. There was a guy. There was a guy in Whitburn for years that had an A team van. Do you remember that? Wait, left across the road for me. Left across the road for me. Hi. Don't don't get me wrong. It was like clearly like a transit, but it, it, <laughs> it, 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 it was it was done up exactly like uh, the. The A team van. I think you used to sell black as well. You don't can't really do that now. Mate, no, the really. issue with that though is his garden was fully, fully like Ken Mankey Frankie for still game. <laughs> <laughs> like his house. That's what his garden was like. Eh? So <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, A team van. Hey, saw. <laughs> <laughs> that's why the A team van's there. It's to draw you right uh, away. Hi, <laughs> it was to make you go off oh, for oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I, it's, it's an interesting story. I love photographs of ghosts, man, because I, I think uh, uh, there's something like see, like I'll, I'll be trolling through fucking schmickschmock or something, right? And these paranormal videos come up, and every one of them creeps me out, even even though I know most of them are fake. But the photographs of ghosts are always really uh, creepy. Um, have any <clears throat> anybody here ever captured a picture on their phone? Yeah, ghost. I thought I had one for a long mm. time. It was, it was for Bothwell Castle, and I took a kind of picture down this big shaft. Can right in. You can see the face of a wee crab. Um, no. <laughs> I know, um, but. I can, like when I took the photo, like it was like this was back in the days where I still thought orbs were a thing, and there was just like hundreds of wee orbs in this one. So I zoomed in on them, and one of them proper looked like a guy's face uh, for that era, with like that kind of long, stupid Lord Farquaad hair. <laughs> Did it have um, two eyes, and a nose, and a mouth? <laughs> It does uh, yeah, like a face. But, that does sound like uh, a face. <laughs> <laughs> but the 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 problem the problem is now that. Um, because they're doing this podcast and studying things a bit more in depth, I know that it was just pareidolia. It's just me looking for something that um, probably wasn't there. Hey, Janice is in my house. Oh, J- Jan Child is here. I know. Hi, Jan. Hey, Rough Rider, do a gaming stream, please, one day. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll play some no. ladders at some point. <laughs> We actually we we were going to play Atmosphere. Remember? That? Yes, we need to. By the way, yeah, I've still we got it. To. I've still ah, got good. it. So you need to get my fee. Have you back. ever heard the Atmosphere? No, not at all. God damn it, you young! Um, <laughs> atmosphere was a it was a board game that you played alongside a VHS tape that was playing. Um, it lasted an hour. It was hosted by this guy called the Gatekeeper, <laughs> and it was one of the best kind of scary games ever um uh, yeah we do need to play it I, I think there was like four or five of them um kind of there was a couple of different the... versions and stuff right yeah yeah but the Something's one i quite had... serendipitous by the way it happened to me right this is kind of how they say put it out in the universe and it'll come to you mm-hmm. right 
I was walking down the street the other day. I think it was. Day you saw your pals more. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right, this 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 benefits you, right? So I'm walking down the street and I'm like, nah, 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 nah. I start humming a song and it's a theme song to Max and Paddy's Road to Nowhere. And I was like, I still need to get J Mac to watch that. He's never watched that, and I need to talk yeah. to him about it. But I can't until he's watched it. So I was like, oh, mad. Anyway, oh, there's a shop. Oh, it's got DVDs and books. Walked in. I was like, there it is. And because I'll not give you any of mine, because mine is special edition, I was like, I'll just buy this for you. So next time I see you, J Mac. Thanks very much. I love how you you said that you walked by a shop that had books and DVDs in it. It was a charity shop. It's the only shop that has them now. I could see them from the window, though. I was like, oh, I wonder what's in there. Who's singing? What song is that? I was starting to get creeped the fuck out because he was frozen. I could just hear singing. What song? Road to Nowhere. Oh, you know, you watched it as well. No, I just know the song. Ah, okay. (laughs) I have seen it. I've seen it years ago. But yeah, so good. good. Um, My dad, my dad took a picture of a ghost. I need to get it off him. I'm pretty sure he was. I don't know if I remember the story correctly, but I'm pretty sure he was down in York. I think mm-hmm. um, was, he, was he either on, he was either in York or he was on holiday somewhere, and they were at this like really old like beat down village, and took a picture and it's genuinely of this abandoned house with a person in the window, and there's oh, two yeah. photos back to back and one the person's there the other photo that isn't. Um, All right. I need to see okay. if I, I need to see if I can get it off my dad because um, he did send it in and he, he sent me it across and I was freaked out by it and all that but like I need to get it but it's a good photo. Man. Make sure you get that for the next one. Uh, Absolutely. I yep, I need to get that. <clears throat> so who has other stories? <laughs> I've been told a story. Oh, get it. Um, of, <laughs> because I'm down in this neck of the woods, um, there's loads of little, like, old historic towns and villages and stuff on the East Coast. And very little Wi-Fi. And deadly squat, apparently, yeah. Zero signal. And the weather's been pretty guff today, actually, so I probably may explain it. Um, but there's a a famous um, like airfield far from here that has um, like phantom planes that go across every now and again that hmm. all the military guys have seen, all the local residents have all seen it. There's like investigations where they've heard them, took videos, been able to find them. Like there, there's a well documented thing, and the base is actually about twenty miles from here. So uh, at some point while I'm here, I would like to go across and see if I can find out where that is. But ironically enough, I, f- I got told this story by a guy who watches our podcast. Um, I got talking to him one day when I was in the jacuzzi, as you do when you're sat in a jacuzzi. <laughs> was uh, he in there, were I, you? Yeah, I was sat chatting to this boy, right? And, and, I, and this was... Yeah. I think this was genuinely maybe October, October, November, I think I told him. Um, and uh, when I was back down uh, mid-January, I, I met him again and he was like, ah, oh, listen, your podcast guys are great. Well, he was chatting away um, and actually did spread the word and our podcast has taken a wee following down here, That's which is quite pleasant. Class. Yeah, That's so uh, it was him that was telling me the story and he actually works on that airfield 
and has said if we would like to, we are able to go to it. I just need to get a lot more details from him and when and all that jazz. But there's always an option for stuff to be done down here as well, apparently. We so, should camp out. We should camp out. I'm saying there's so many things. I mean, even on the way to here, like for starters, we do go through or we can go through York, the one of the oldest, most historic towns in the UK. Like, yeah, there's there's so many. That's the thing, though. Like, that's the good thing about the UK in general is the fact that when you say one of the oldest towns in the UK, you know it's fucking old because the UK yeah. is so. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the these Isles, the British Isles, are so British old. Isles are probably old. I love that, and I reckon we should go across the island as well because there's some cool places in Ireland. There's the um, oh, what's it called? The Devil's House. It's called. Oh, I think I've seen this on something. Um, I think it, it, it. I don't think it was most haunted. I think it might have been Ghost Adventures. I think like Ghost Adventures came came to Ireland and they did. Yeah. Um, they did the the Bell Witch. Was that not? It's not yeah. Irish, is it? Yeah. It no, the Bell Witch is no. It's basically this Irish house, and it's a big manor house. And the story is of the guy who went and uh, apparently had a knock on the door of this guy that came in. And there's a very similar story, actually, of one of the manors in Scotland. It's very similar to the one in Ireland. Except the one in Ireland was kind of proven to have happened. And basically, they, this guy gets a knock on the door on a stormy night. Guy comes in, and they sit, and they kind of... It's a hospitality thing, you know. It was out in a storm, right? Come in, come in, and you come, whatever. And the guy comes in, and he sits down, and they have dinner and whatever. And then he sits, and he's playing cards with uh, the guy, whoever, you know, who's turned up and sat playing cards. He drops the cards and turns out to pick it up. And uh, the guy doesn't have legs. He's got like hoofs. He's got like goat feet. Um, and then it all. I have heard this. This this has been in one of these shows. Yeah, been mm. loads of shows and stuff. But it's a properly quite a big, big story, and it's one of Ireland's most like famous places. And it's it's it's. I was I only found out. Um, yes, Glencoe is incredible. Um, Absolutely. Go see the, the the site of the massacre of Glencoe. Um, with the McDonald's and um, <laughs> Campbell, oh, who was it? Campbell's get Campbell and McDonald's. Um, brutal, brutal bastards. Uh, I hope McDonald's got fucking done in, man, because they never give you sauce half the time. You don't even get the fucking meal with it. Dirty Actually, bastard. to be fair, that the, they did. It was the Campbells that did it. Um, <laughs> no, old McDonald had a farm and Campbell bumped it. Down. Aye, aye. No, 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 it's old McDonald's had. A farm. <laughs> so, um, aye, so yeah, we definitely go across. There's places in Ireland, and there's aye, it's. I need to get the actual name of this. And also, I want to point out as well. Earlier on, I was wrong. I stated the Flying Dutchman was from the English Army. It wasn't under the English King. It wasn't. It was um, Dutch, obviously, but it was part of the. <laughs> well, was, obviously, yeah, but you, we, because we expanded so far, I thought they initially fell under that, but it wasn't. It was the um, the Dutch East India Company that they actually flew under, and not. The East India Company, which was the English equivalent. So, my bad. I love how quickly you were able to Google your own information <laughs> and correct yourself, man. That's amazing. It's, it's, I hate Google. Maybe it's just my thing. No, <laughs> we're all wrong sometimes, AJ, man. Um, it does happen from time to time. <laughs> Fee, do you have any interest in these stories for us? Well, I do actually have one. My dad was just telling me, like before we came on. So basically, he was chatting to this guy in the swimming pool, right? We was it Kieran? <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> yep, it happens. Who has been watching this TV show, which I don't have the name of, but I'll get it. And it's basically about people talking about their 
near-death experiences. And like this woman, right? So she apparently like collapsed and died while she was in Peru in a forest. Someone got her out of the forest, got her help. The ambulance people like brought her back to life. And she was able to tell them exactly what they'd done to bring her back to life. And they were like, how did you know that? And she was like, because I was floating above my body and I watched all of this. So like she was trying... Right? And then other encounters in the show were saying that people who died, like they went and they saw the light, but then they heard a voice saying, it's not your time yet, go back. And then they would wake up and they were alive again. So this sounds sounds like the show that you told us about, Kevin. That's right, man. That's some show. She's like, I felt like I was dead, but I wasn't dead. It's fucked up, man. Aye, that's that's the whole so, show in the nutshell. Nobody has to watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. The whole thing's done. Yeah, I can but kind of, of I can maybe kind of give a I can kind mm-hmm. of give an explanation for part of that. I think. Well, so, wait, 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 wait for it. Wait, it leads me on to something else, right? Let me talk okay. about that first. <laughs> go, 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 go. Right, have you heard of a guy called Robert Bigelow before? Is he related to Bam Bam Bigelow? I um, don't know who that is. Unlikely. Um, <laughs> like, right, he's, he's, he's a gigolo. Close enough, yeah. Close enough. No, he's an American businessman. He's founded like Bigelow Aerospace, Aerospace, which is like a like an aeronautics right. company. Um, Budget Suites of America owns that. Um, he founded the National Institute for Discovery Science, which specializes in like UFO and paranormal cases, all right? Yep. And for like in 2000 and maybe not 2090 I don't know right at some point he bought Skinwalker Ranch right and he owned it for like 10 years right okay this leads me into it so in 2021 he created some kind of program and it was to discover life after death and if you were able to die and come back to life he would give you a million dollars to like tell him about like your experience and how you survived death and like that's a natural thing so he was going to get you to die for him to see if you could come back. Basically, the study was the existence of life after death. Yeah, and if you survived it and came back, and he'd give you a million dollars. Flatliners. Aye, basically. If you that's look not up, a bad price. I mean, yeah, bad if you price. look up um, Big Institute for Consciousness, look that up. It should tell yeah, you about the it. The risk involved, though, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's like, right, so if I come back, I'm a millionaire. If I don't, I'm dead. Aye. Yep. Right, back in a minute. Dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. You can go now. I'm done. All right. I was just thinking, like, I, I, I get. I mean, I, again, this is a really shit thing to do because, like, I'm a complete avid believer in all this, but at the same time, the logic in my head's telling me that there's ways to explain some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you, so say you die, right? If you're on an operating table and you die, and you slowly kind of drift away and you there's a certain amount of time as well you can be technically declared dead before you go brain dead due to lack of oxygen and all that stuff and within that time frame that can feel like an obscene amount of time it's not it's just a remember two three minutes i think it's two 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 and a half minutes or something stupid number like that but within that section of your body shutting down the last sense to go the last thing is your hearing hearing is the last thing to go which even includes if you've had your head removed from your body, you're still able to hear things happening. You're able to hear the blood leaving. How do you know that? Who tell? Who was like? The thing is, you can check through MRI scans and sensory electronic scans to detect uh, what part of the brain resonates the longest after death. All right. 
So mm. on that sense, if you're dying on a table and there's doctors around you, and the doctors get invested in their work, they want you to live, as most doctors will, and they're like, no, no, you can't die, you need to live, you need to take this, you know, another shock to the heart to kick it back into place. You're hearing somebody telling you it's not your time to get back up, all these things. And I'm not saying that's the answer, but that's that's one of the answers to that question of why do people hear or be able to give explanations of what happened to them after they died mm -hmm. of what the doctor did to bring them back to death. Because doctors on and between doctors and surgical nurses and all that also have to talk to each other to say, right, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do that. You've heard these things, maybe not subconsciously heard it as a conversation, but heard it as a list of attributes of things that have happened to you. So yeah. that's a possibility. Mm -hmm. But also okay. at the same time, it's still really cool. So yeah, <laughs> and like, how does that explain her potentially astral projecting? Because it's kind of like what she said. She was well, like, "Oh, it's floating above." Well, that could just be your imagination of you know you're in a hospital okay. because you've been told you're in a hospital. Okay, that's right. If you got an unconscious body, what's the first thing you say? I've got you. You're here. You're in a hospital. You're doing that. So your brain automatically goes, "Fuck, I'm in a hospital." What's that look Good like? Good point. Yeah, good point. There you go. See, see my um, my grand, my, like my great grand. My dad had went in to speak to her while she was dying, right? Because uh, she was in a bad way. She was just old, like, um, but she was like ready to go. But then she got like a a, a big boost of health and woke up, right? And it's then she died food. after that. Yeah. Right. But get this: she said while she was lying there, quite veg vegetable like, right? That she said, "Here, I could hear what you were all saying." She says, even though I was no there, I, oh. I can hear you. And yeah. then she died. So that, that confirms it. That's called that's called the surge. And it's basically your body's last way of of inducing all elements there. Kevin, what are you bringing that, that face? face up? Because yeah, that's freaking me out. What face? It's Kevin. Kevin, it stop is. it. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? Click. What are you talking about? Click. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Kieran, you were going to tell us about Loftus Hall. What's that? That's the Loftus Hall is the name of the Devil's House in Ireland. That's it. Ah, mm -hmm. I see. Can we stay that, over there one night? Is that, is that I think it's currently shut um, mm. for the public, but I'm pretty sure you can organise to go there. Stop the putting that. Just leave him up there. Leave him up there. It's kind of cool. <laughs> what are we going to call him? Fred. Um, Volder Scott. <laughs> Walter Scott. Walter Scott. <laughs> With Morton Scott. <laughs> Morton. Bend over. Bend over. J Mac, don't think you're getting away with it, lad. Go on, cough up. What you got? Mm -hmm. Right. <clears throat> A couple of things I want to talk about. Uh, the first thing is. The whole UFO thing. Obviously, there's been a bit of a surge recently in UFO activities and sightings. Um, <laughs> one of them being that the Americans just shoot them down because that's what America does, boy. Um, but I saw, I think it was yesterday or the day before, the Pentagon have come out and said that there's a good possibility there's an alien mothership somewhere in our solar system right now. Now, where the, where they get that information, I, I don't know. Um, but a bit of me is like, please let this happen. I, <laughs> I, I really am fancying an invasion right about now. But, <laughs> but uh, see, the, the thing is, it casts, it casts my memory back to that documentary that we watched called Unacknowledged. Now, 
fee if you've never seen this documentary i don't know Kieran, if you've seen it or not um it's a it's a great documentary on ufos and um it brings into play like project bluebeam and stuff where they're basically saying that once once the government once the governments of the world have kind of run out of trying to scare us by constantly being bickering with each other and threatening nuclear war they will fake an alien invasion oh for god's sake (laughs) Um, basically basically, do you know why (laughs) i sound sound like a conspiracy theorist i'm not i don't normally subscribe to all this stuff but what they're saying is that the alien invasion will make the world unite just like it does in fucking independence day um Uh. now it's about time those americans did something because we're all fucking hopeless um it makes me think of that. Just, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but there was an episode of the Powerpuff Girls, right? And like, like aliens, crime, crime, trying to save the world. I aliens invaded, but the aliens were like broccoli, and they had to like, eat all the broccoli. Yes, <laughs> mate, they were large. They were fucking destroying the town and everything, right? And then it's they're so just weird. like, that. "We gotta eat them bubbles." I am Awesome. I think the biggest takeaway for this conversation is that Kevin used to watch the Powerpuff Girls. I, mean, I know the theme proudly. tune. <laughs> I mean, proudly. I love Sugar. Powerpuff Girls. And everything nice. These were the ingredients chosen. Perfect. Yep. These were the ingredients so, chosen. Okay. Chemical X. Thus the Powerpuff Girls were born. You Using their the ultimate superpowers. Awesome bubbles. I've done a cup. I've dedicated my mind to fighting crime and the forces of evil. Evil. It was amazing. Those were the days. I never understood that. He's fucking. He's done. He's finished. The big scary devil guy, man. (laughs) Oh, him. The weird transvestite Uh, devil. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man. Sam Spliff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly who it was. Uh, Anyway, that was class. Powerpuff Girls, man. They were trying to tell us shit back then. They were trying to tell us shit. Hey, I think the there's, Simpsons, there's Simpsons a lot. Have told us everything. Aye, Mate, there's the a Simpsons. lot of things. There's a lot of things in pop culture that have been trying to tell us things, and I, I do believe that theory that was put out in the film Paul with Simon Pegg, yes, that huh. they've been constantly drip feeding us the images, the aliens, the way that they actually look, so that when they actually do get revealed to us, that we won't just shit ourselves. But why? Um, why are they hiding them from us anyway? Imagine because because like, it, it, it screws up everybody's idea of what life is. That Kevin, religion is gone, is Kevin, gone. As soon as aliens show up, religion is fucked. Humans can't even deal with humans of a different color, let alone something like this, the different species. Okay. Right? That that yeah, we can collectively, the four <laughs> of us are awesome. As a human, as a species, the human beings are unable to deal with such differences. Mm-hmm. It's, a shock, it's a shock thing. It's, the, it's just so that we don't freak out too badly. But I, I I'm remember, totally remember, in, remember in the film Paul where they see the alien and then it was uh, Clive, Clive, which I think was Nick Frost's character, just goes <laughs> <laughs> and faints and pisses himself. And I think that's genuinely how the world would react. Yeah, this. Um, Tom, Tom Dunn, <laughs> uh, Blank 22. He, when you see when he went on to Joe Rogan's podcast, and I found him to be quite obtuse but he was like saying you know i had to leave blink to go and do some alien shit and the people (laughs) 
He's like, the people want me to drip feed aliens to you so that you'll be ready for when it happens. He's like, I mean, I don't know if you listen to any of the early Blink-182 stuff. They have a song called Aliens Exist, man. He Listen to Angels and Airwaves. That's like a trip out to fucking space, right? Mm. Tom's all that shit, and I think there are certain government agencies that are trying to drip feed aliens. It's in pop culture everywhere. You look at, like, even you go classic Pink Floyd, that entire album. (laughs) The wall, that whole album, you've got to just be on something to understand (laughs) it. Fleetwood Mac's another one. Like, all these kind of things. Like, it's it's everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere. (laughs) Think, Think about, here's the funny thing, though. Think about how many... How many depictions of God have been given to us on screen compared yeah. to aliens? Yeah. There's a lot more Morgan aliens. Freeman. I'll tell you I now. mean, we all know it's Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it is. I hope I it is. Know. Although I just um, heard the best joke the other day, actually, that Chuck Norris narrates his life. So that, that fucking <laughs> my, my My favorite Chuck Norris fact is that he can win a game of Connect four and three moves. Yeah. <laughs> he can slam a revolving door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fire has to look for Chuck Norris escapes. Wait, wait. Chuck Norris's daughter lost her virginity. He went out and got it back. <laughs> he once went to the Virgin Islands. Now they're just called the Islands. Yep. <laughs> Giraffes never used to exist until Chuck Norris punched a horse in the face. <laughs> Fee, he's not Chuck a big Norris. fan of the Chuck Norris facts. Chuck Norris jokes oh. are the best. Chuck Norris does not do push-ups. He just pushes the world away. He was once bitten by a cobra, and after five days of agonizing pain, the cobra died. <laughs> Chuck Norris, so, what, I heard, in fact, this is the last one, and it's bad, but I found it funny. It was, uh, Chuck Norris once went to a feminist meeting and left with his shut eye under a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> damn good so back back to the paranormal it's not like us to go off on tangents that never happens um what are all your thinky thoughts on what i've just said about what might be i'm i'm all for it man i i think that that especially if you look at there's so many things in the universe as well that they can like the, the, the void that they don't know what it is just this big void in space that they have no idea what it is. It doesn't give off any radiation, doesn't give off any gravitational forces. Like all of these things, they're unable to, they still don't know what black matter or dark matter is technically. So there's entirely possible that there's something hiding in the universe that we haven't got a clue about. Absolutely. I'm all up for that. Mm, Well, here's something for you. Um, Of course it's all happening in that out there, right? But I think we'll find all out with audio, right? Check us, she has Nazu. I don't know if they're, they're, you'll be able to kind of shine a light on this here on, but no sure, like, listen to this. That's what Jupiter's supposed to sound like. Hear that? Do you hear that? No. Barely. Barely. J-Mac, you getting some yet? Yeah, but I can't make hear it, it out. Hear it now? I can hear it a wee bit. It's getting louder. I think it's just coming through. Sounds like. I think it's just coming through your mic. It's really quiet. I mean, space dust does sound really weird. I mean, they released audio of what the universe sounds like, and it is that sort of like typical space age sound that's used in like two thousand and one, a space odyssey, things like that. Like that's how 
space sounds because as much as it's a vacuum, it does have particles that hit off each other and create sound. Like it's just mm. a thing. But I think my my thing with 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 aliens is is distance. So because the so say you're an alien, right, and you are sixty five million light years away, and you're looking at the Earth. The way that light travels is obviously light years, one year for a child to travel that in space. You're looking at the Earth 65 million years ago. So you're looking at the Earth with dinosaurs on it. No alien's going to go, that's a good place to go. (laughs) So maybe there's a possibility that they haven't seen what we're at now for us to be able to seem viable for them to come. That's that's one theory. Because distance Mm -hmm. doesn't make it plausible because we're too far away. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I don't know if I, uh, Kev's froze or if he's asleep. No, oh, no, he's I was just trying to compute that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's gonna be that be monkeys banging its symbols together again. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> you, you like it. What about yourself, Fee? What's your opinion? I think they're already here. To be honest. Yeah. Look Fee. at Kev. Yeah. Fee. Fucking mm-hmm. shut up, right? <laughs> <laughs> We've been told under no circumstances to give out that information. Come on. I mean, like, if I turn up dead now, you'll know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, I, if I was to find out that Benedict Cumberbatch was an alien, I would not be surprised in the slightest. <laughs> he looks like one. That's so bad. It, it so does bad. the way. It's like everything everything in his face looks like it's been drawn with like a fucking set square. Like, <laughs> it, it's, like it's like what... The best job that aliens could do of making a human, <laughs> like I, that'll do. Do you know what? Um, if that's the case, they've done well. I love him. Oh, I think he's, I think he's great. But he's, he's such a he's weird looking cat. He's not a Grinch. No. Oh, he's my Grinch, mate. I much you prefer get, that mate, one. I will, I will, I will fight you. I will fight you. No Go Christmas movies. The, see next time March. I see you. See <laughs> next time I see you. Don't. Fee, what's me. your, what's your logic on them being here? Um, I don't have any. I just that's what I want to believe. <laughs> Fair. Are you going yeah. with like the, the, like... Rep- the reptilian thing, or are you just going? No, I, you know, I was reading the, something or the Bob Lazar Area Fifty One stuff. Or are you going? Maybe I think there's apparently theories to suggest that they live like in the Earth's core, and they're just going to like come <laughs> up and take over one day. The Hollow like Earth theory. Yes. Yeah. Uh, potentially. Or there was some kind of base thing as well up in, I don't want to say Alaska, somewhere there's maybe some kind of base. North Pole, yep, close enough. Um. Well, it's technically Antarctica, but North Pole's Antarctica, that's one. I I don't know, I just feel like they were probably here before us, so why are they not still here? Could an alien no just be like a smell, right? Or a a liquid, right? (laughs) (laughs) Because... And gonna... I'm, I'm, I've seen people that look like that, right? So... <laughs> Be very careful. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, right? <laughs> How far removed from aliens are we? I've definitely put a wee bit of hair on that and a moustache. <laughs> tell me you don't know somebody. You're talking about me, a prick. <laughs> no, no, you've got moustache. But look, look I, I'm I, just thinking that, <laughs> that, that, apart that, from the asshole ears. 
all they can all they can hear all they can hear is <laughs> so they so they'd be communicating with you this whole time. <laughs> uh, like he just called me an asshole. <laughs> no, because you fart all the time. I, I, I know. I'm saying that's what they're saying, but I'm communicating. He's like, he, he, just, he just called me an asshole. Right, um, but look, look at apart for the black eyes, right? They're fairly similar to us, right? Yeah, but that's because we classify them as humanoid objects to make them less terrifying. No, but. Like, what's to say that they're a 65 million years away and they fucking copied us, man? They look exact same as us. Like, come on, oh, you're that far away. Become. They could just be what I, we become. I like that theory. I like the theory yeah. that the, the, the visitations that we're getting are ourselves in the future to work out why we ended up looking like this. <laughs> well, we know what country made it. <laughs> 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 Oh, Jesus. Jesus, King. <laughs> what? What? You're all thinking it. It's just, that's an Englishman, really. All, all opinions based in here are not necessarily that of the Jibber Jabber collective as a, pot, as a collective, but of the individuals talking. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I think there, there could be something there could be something in that theory. But something else I heard about recently, well, I heard about a while ago, but it was reinforced recently. Was You're laughing like the, I'm not even making sense, but it fucking does. If I took which one this guy's most likely right? You have right? to stop. And if you fail, you die. <laughs> Let, let's see what one you fucking pick. In your defense, <laughs> I, I might regret saying this, but in your defense. <laughs> The program Ancient Aliens did yes, venture yes. the possibility that certain people on the planet are alien-human hybrids. Yes. Um, but, again, we'll leave it up to the audience to be racist enough to work out which one it is. <laughs> Although, I want to meet that man. They come. I'm just I want to meet that man. Which one? The ancient which one? Aliens boy. This guy. <laughs> um, so, the... Something that I found out a while ago about was it was it was a nuke it was a nuclear missile test, and you can see I'm just going to keep talking. You yeah, can sure. see uh, some kind of UFO essentially firing lasers at this thing <laughs> and essentially disabling it. Right mm. now, there have been multiple accounts since the end of the Second World War when the nuclear arms race started of these spherical objects, not dissimilar to the ones that have been seen recently, spherical <sighs> objects that are essentially scouting nuclear test sites and fucking with the stuff. There, there was, there was, I think, in Russia and America, there was an incident where one of these things activated the nuclear weapons and deactivated them just mm -hmm. to go fucking watch what you are doing. Yeah, and I, I think, I think they might actually be here. I think they might actually be here to to sort us out because things are just getting out of hand. And I think they might actually be our savior, our lords and saviors. Um, right, Jay, Mark, even, even, away, Mark. Amen. Even prior to the Alien. nuclear wars, Alien, nice. Alien, nice. I like that. Even prior to the nuclear war race, throughout whole of World War Two, like both Germans and uh, British pilots admitted seeing stuff in the sky. 
yeah. when they were fighting out battles, they were like, you know, that we that wasn't planes that went past us. Like those were not planes that that were taking out other things. Like it's just, yeah, I think you're. I think you might be right that that humans genetically are pretty screwed, and I think cosmo. Well, either we're that important to the sustainability to the galaxy, or they're just taking pity on how pathetic we are. But either way, I think there's a big possibility we're being guided. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I love the idea of this mothership maybe actually being in the solar system. Just kicking yes. about. Just like... <laughs> I, well, I, I think I think we're about ready for the big reveal. I think we're <laughs> well, now at a point this, where... Given how this year's gone alone. Yeah. And it's only March! What's the chances, though, that it's like some outside... Like, there's some mad shit that the Russians have made. Like, is that not realistic, or is this shit? No, too, like, no, because the, the the specific example I was talking about, there was reports from both Russia and America that this this had happened to their nuclear um, yeah. things, and China at that point wasn't involved. No. Um, What's so the that, that's, your, on it? that's your three big superpowers, right? And and China, China wasn't involved in the arm race, as far as I'm aware. If there's any World War Two historians. Or, or sorry, any mid twentieth century historians that are watching this, please correct me if I'm wrong. But I'm pretty sure it was just between America and Russia. The same as the space race: America, Russia, America, Russia. Um, they seem kind of destined historically to always beat each other's throats about something. They might make up for a little while, and then there's always going to be something else that's going to just kick something off, just to keep everybody in a constant state of fucking fear. Um, now, stop bringing that fucking thing up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was nice while it lasted, guys. I'll see you later. <laughs> Is that not just um, what's his name from from American Dad? <laughs> yeah. That's like Roger. That's like Roger. Roger's disguises. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but I reckon. Like, I reckon that's what it is. Roger's one of them, and that's that's again another show that's a pop culture thing to say. Like, like, <coughs> Do you know one of my favourite ever lines from that show <laughs> was Roger was eating a bagel. What you think is a bagel? He's like, he takes a bite. He's like, that's a nice bagel. Probably because it's a donut. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I think that the they are here. They're, they're going to be here to help us. <laughs> it's like a uh, Neil Bratch piece. He's like that. Is we um, the wee man? He done a, a sketch and he's just sitting there with his brother on the hill. And it's like, oh look, aliens. He's like, oh no, we're fucked. He's like, no, they could be good ones. They could be good ones. <laughs> Next minute. Lasers start destroying the place. Oh fuck it! Aye, oh, badgins. <laughs> I love badgins. <laughs> and that—that's that's, uh, kind of oh, Janice, Kevin, the grade school comedian. <laughs> um. Oh, she's burst her telly. Janice has burst her telly. What did you do? Poor Janice. <laughs> there know. There is actually nothing more soul destroying than a broken telly. Like, you're just like, oh. Because you can't even get them fixed anymore. Gone are the days where you can just put it in a TV repair shop and get it fixed. My wife accidentally smashed her TV. I phoned a TV repair place to see how much it would cost to get it fixed. And the guy on the phone straight away was like, what What kind of TV is it? It was like LG. He said, what size is your screen? I told him. He was like, nah, get a new one. Oh. <laughs> he said, he's like, how first did your wife accidentally break your telly? What's that? How did your wife accidentally break your telly? 
my son was driving her nuts. She he was he had one of these see these wee plastic guns where you kind of pull the thing on the side and pull the trigger and it goes like that. Yeah. He kept just shooting it right next to her ear. Like <laughs> ah. he wanted something. She's like, No, you're not getting it. He says, I'm just gonna keep doing this until you give me what I want. And he so kept doing it and kept doing it. She grabbed the gun off. She grabbed the grabbed the gun off him and threw it on the floor, and it bounced and smashed the telly. Oh. So, so she was even more raging. Was she even more raging? <clears throat> she was actually really upset. She she sent me some voicemail messages. Oh, I've, I've just smashed the telly, <laughs> and, then, and it was it was awful. Uh, but I went to Murray when I phoned when I phoned to stay about getting it fixed. The guys like, now nah, they they don't really make enough replacement screens uh, to do repairs. It's a total throwaway society we're living in the. It's yeah. ridiculous. There's so much stuff that just gets thrown out that could easily be repaired if there was still a repair industry, but there's not. Things are getting made so cheaply now. Like this projector I've got in here is a pretty decent piece of kit, and it cost me 160 quid. If I get a year out of that, I'm just going to buy another one. You know, it's sad. Maybe we could do the witch in our repairs then. <laughs> uh, that's not a bad idea. The, hey, the stitching hour. <laughs> I had. I've got a, a a box of these that are LED, and they've got like the wee screens on it, right? And I um, they they stopped working, and I repaired them myself. Got a soldering kit, the whole thing. Now they work. I was like, I'm not paying nearly two hundred quid for another fucking box of these. Couple of batteries off a what's that website? It's a Chinese one. Get everything for AliExpress. Right, so it's like one pound fifty for two batteries that cost you eighteen quid on eBay. You wait about a year till they arrive. Like, is it Alibaba? <laughs> no, no, Alibaba's the Alibaba's the the the. If you buy in bulk, like a wholesale. Yeah, those that's are the, the ones. One. Those are the ones. Those are the ones I fixed, and they work again. So, I was quite proud. Quite proud. Well done. Well Thanks, done. Man. Thanks. Have you got a wee round of applause sound effect you can play right now? Or? Um. I think it's on the other one when we're not doing this one. Um, <laughs> no, but we're, we're going to have some. We'll put. What is this? This is my celebration. Let me let me have this. This was for his porn story earlier on. Yeah, it was, and I forgot to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Grandfather clock, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got something that swings, and it's not a pendulum. Oh, <laughs> I can take. I can take the L out of clock any day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Janice's speechless look. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't blame her. <laughs> so, to go back to ghosties and spirits for a wee while, I did find a really interesting story. Now, this is from The Mirror. I have to give The Mirror credit for the story. Uh, it was written by a journalist by the name of Adam Toms. Uh, two journalists, Adam Toms and Charlotte Hawes. Okay, now, this is the story of a 65 year, sorry, 64-year-old occupational therapist. Uh, her name was Helen Elwood. And she, has, she had been an atheist um, all of her life up to a certain point, and something happened that completely changed her opinion on it. She... Um, started believing in the afterlife when she saw the soul, she saw the spirit leave her friend's hamster's dead body. Yeah, you heard that story, right? 
she did not believe in anything, and then she's seen a hamster ghost and was like, "That's me, fucking, I'm, I'm right on the, I'm right on Could the side of the." Someday vapor. She she claims she saw her, de- her her friend's dead hamster's spirit rise up from his body in a bizarre paranormal event that changed everything for her. Uh, she claims to be slightly psychic. Now I don't know how you can be slightly psychic. I think you either are or you aren't. Um, most likely you fucking aren't because it's uh, 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 we're still I'm still really on the fence with this thing. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> So we all wonder where our pets go when they die. This is a quote for her. We all wonder where our pets go when they die and whether we'll ever see them again. Not you only. Uh, as, a, as a youngster, I would have said they go nowhere. I was skeptical of everything spiritual and terrified of death. There were no angels to take care of us and heaven was a fairy tale. That all changed when my friend's hamster, Beryl, died in my hands. <laughs> Seeing her soul rise from her body changed everything. Here's the best part. She says that when it, that when it happened, she felt she felt it get lighter. <laughs> but that's a fact, though, that that does happen. I, I know, but you can't feel it happening. It's a difference of, I think, three grams. You can't, you could put three grams of something in your hand, you're not going to know you've got it in your hand. Ask oh. anybody that likes to take cocaine. <laughs> that's specific there, is you, Mac. That's the only thing I know of that they deal with in grams. It's not the only um, thing you've held that's three grams. <laughs> I was talking about that time I was making fairy cakes. <laughs> something was yeah. fairy tale like something was. So I this uh, this woman saw a hamster ghost and that changed her mind on the paranormal. Um I, no I, I found that make. no sold. No just... sold. No, no. no concrete enough. I, for I, me. I don't know. It's I mean, we've got souls, animals will as well. Hamsters, barely an animal. You're going to go to the big wheel in the sky. <laughs> no, but look at this way, right? Okay, so if everything has a soul, everything has a soul. So those wee poor chickens, I saw them the other day, I was driving away and I'm like that, and I look over and then there's all these wee chickens like that. Man, this is fucking pish, let us out. We're away to get fucking done. And I'm like, I feel these lads, but it's fuck all I can do. Nothing I can do. No, you can fucking drive into the side of man. Let us all out. I'm like, you'll get caught. He's a slow as fuck. Just wasting time. <laughs> right. That was the internal dialogue I had with him. Um, Where are these chickens about? Like in Tesco or like outside? No, no it was on the motorway. Um, <laughs> it can't and, be that slow, man. <laughs> <laughs> now they're in a van looking depressed as fuck. And I think, what a shame. It's been born. Right, had a shite. Here, wait a minute. You know, like if you grow up poor, you don't know you're poor, you have a happy childhood. Maybe it's the same for the chickens. So, hey, this is class. Getting, yeah, getting I bet they're talking to each other on that on that bus, on that, that truck, just like, oh, this, this was the one that Davey went away on a few weeks ago. <laughs> the movie away. Chicken Run. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. I've never seen that. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Silly boy. It. Silly boy. <laughs> <laughs> But then, if 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 you're gonna be that sad about chickens dying, if they didn't taste so good, I probably would feel worse. But here's the thing: though. <laughs> we've got a soul, right? And they make it up to the big gates, and they look down. And there's some Viking fucking chewing down on them, right? <laughs> Mate, you've got some karma when you get up there. If I'm you go up there, man, I'm I'm not making it up there. <laughs> Imagine you get to the gates, man. It's like, right? Listen, you've got to like 
anything that you've directly contributed to dying is waiting. You just open it's like, ah! <laughs> an army of chickens and everything you met, just like, fucking get them, lads. Fucking, <laughs> fucking cheeky now, eh? Fucking standing in your eye. You stand there like, oh, I remember that one. That one tasted amazing. <laughs> you, oh, I had you a chicken one day. You had, I was some rice. You were a salt. You were incredible. It's like you it's didn't like even you. finish me a prick. It's like you, your scrawny wee prick. You were shite. You went in a curry. <laughs> <laughs> just, just loads of chickens, just with no hands. Like, oh, you were supposed to be in the wings, guys. That's what... <laughs> I like how you say chickens with no hands, like they've you normally know. got hands. Chicken <laughs> <laughs> man. How weird would it be if imagine if, every animal had hands? Like, if you, like you want to be really hands. technical, if you want to be really <laughs> snake technical, could crawl. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, maybe not snakes, but if you want to be really technical, birds do have hands. Their bone structure just is elongated fingers, and that's what forms the structure of their wing. But that's just me being a dick. All right, so when we're pretending to fly, <laughs> we shouldn't do this. We should do this. <laughs> like the butterfly from a bug's life, just. <laughs> Um, yes. So where where was we? Imagine where sharks with oh. hands, man. Oh god. <laughs> fin structure, fin structure. It's the same thing. Although they don't have bones, they have cartilage. But the premise is the same. It's formed pretty much the same way. Uh, same with whales. Stuff, the stuff you know, Kian. Sharks are quite <laughs> anyway, Same with whales. Whales fins are the exact same. Sam and Donna. I just found out as well. Spin. I've only just found out. I just put in this thing, and apparently there's this thing called Weird Suffolk, right? Which happens to be where I am. And I was looking for this. Uh, the, fart, the Phantom Airmen of Great, Wal- of Great Waldingfield. What the hell? You think I could read? And that's <laughs> not far from where I am, right? But I've just found out in 1916 in Aldebra, which is the town that's maybe, I don't know, a stone throw that direction. 1916, there was a UFO um sighting that was seen by several several lawmakers and uh police personnel 1916 mm. that's quite cool and it sounds like you're in a wee interesting little part of the country down there it's a cool wee place down here like yeah it's hmm. quite cool the, the, the site i'm working on has obviously got a lot of stuff going on and there's a lot of um uh, I've kind of given it away. I probably shouldn't be saying, but dad, there's a lot of unexploded shit, um, and they're starting to do uh, testing for the ground, and they've got to do surveys and stuff. And the guys are pulling out like full munitions, like runs and stuff that were just because it was a training ground. So it was also a training ground and an impact zone for all the the World War Two laugh coming in from the uh, the German Air Force. So there's a lot of cool stuff in the ground here. There's a lot of cool stuff down here in general. That's class, it's, man. There's like a haunting waiting to happen. That absolutely. No. Oh, and that shit. I I don't know if I told. I just got told as well last week. Last week that apparently uh, one of the guys who works on site um, seen a large um, feline that he thinks was one of the large big cats that roam around England. Apparently, I've heard no oh, way. Yeah, apparently one of the guys down here said he's seen one. He was out on patrol at night, one of the security guards, out on patrol at night, had like proper like military-grade night vision goggles, could see everything, could see some you know, birds, rabbits, whatever, and seen this like three, four-foot-long cat walking across the grass. 
see that. <clears throat> I remember kind of thinking that these stories were bullshit, and then you you actually read about it, and it was like in the nineteen seventies with the Exotic Animals Act. They basically just said, right, nobody's allowed to own exotic animals anymore. If you own an exotic animal, and you get caught, you will be either fined or going to jail. So essentially, everybody just chucked like fucking leopards and shit out the front door and went, "Good luck, son." Boff, <laughs> and that was, and that was it. It's, I think it's, it's almost like it's, possible. Aye, it's, it's it's like our kind of alligators in the sewers. That's this is what we've got. Yeah, um, yeah. People did just release these fucking wild animals and and yeah. into the, the wild, and a lot of them maybe couldn't survive due to the climate, but yeah. a lot of them probably could and adapted. Um, the thing is, you don't need, so, you don't need that many to create a stable, a stable population. You really don't. <clears throat> Because yep. they'll, li they'll live for maybe 20, 20 odd years at a push, and then they'll just fire back and forward. And then every, every what, every five years, they need to they meet somewhere to mate. That's you only need three, four stable pairs to make a standing population across the entirety of England. It's perfectly doable. Does that make the men bread? Uh, they will, they probably will be, yes. <laughs> All these labor talking about, like, you can't do fucking. Trust you. <laughs> they probably will be though. You're absolutely right. Unless they're falling down the hill, and then that way they're on a roll. Technically, maybe that's why they're not attacking us. They're that inbred that they're just friendly. They're like, oh. <laughs> but the thing is, they probably uh, have no reason to fear humans. They don't. They don't have no interaction with humans. They're that elusive anyway. Yeah. Mm. So now that's that's a cool thing. I like that. I like it. I like it a lot. Hey. Um, class. Hey. So. <laughs> This is the part of the podcast where we go, right, guys, we really need to start getting out there and doing stuff because this is what we say on every one of these podcasts and, and trying to get any semblance of anything organized is just a nightmare between everybody trying to coordinate, especially Kevin. Fuck, man. You just don't get any time off. I, Kevin has it's, it's, My dinner just arrived. I was going to say, it's insane the fact that, like, I'm the one that's not in the country, but you're the struggling factor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, um, hey, book, book me and I shall come. Um, let's just put, let's just put something in the calendar. Is that not the name of one of your pal's mum's videos? <laughs> <laughs> it's exceptional. That is absolutely exceptional. Uh, I think so, J Mac. I think so. Um, <laughs> Listen, I was young. <laughs> so, yes, this has uh, been a phenomenal podcast. My dinner's waiting. Kieran's got bed to get to. Fee, what are you up to? Bed. Uh, yeah, I'm up at five, too. Oh, five to what? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, listen, it's I'm, been fun. I'm just going to sit and watch a movie or something. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, um, so I, we hope everybody's enjoyed our paranormal chat tonight because it's not a paranormal part about it, kind of is, but it's no. Um, and and make sure to go ahead and follow V's podcast, Everything Coincidental, over on everywhere that you can find anything to do with podcasts. Um, and tune in next week where we'll probably do some really cool shit like watch a movie or something like that or review a movie or some really cool stuff like that. But it's been fun. Hey, I love sitting chatting about paranormal stuff. Next Witching hour or paranormal power, we'll get all four of us and we'll get a guest on, right? 
I've I've asked a few people, so I'm waiting on a, a few responses. Malcolm Robinson's no coming on the now. He's working on something. He says he will, just not for like a year or something, because he's working on stuff and he's turning away radio and all that stuff. So it'll not be him. No, but it'll be something else. His book's pretty good. Well, hey, yeah. He's tuned into us before, by the way. He watched our episode about the Deckman stuff because that's what his book's about. Uh, yes. So I, uh, he's he's familiar with us, but hey, we'll get a real cool guest for the next one, right? And we'll fucking we'll blah bullshit, man, bullshit. No, they don't. No, they don't feel what that the fucking day. <laughs> but, um, until then, shall see you on the flip side. Take it easy, guys. Also, rest in peace, Topol. Uh, we'll get we'll we'll get we'll get to Topol. Oh, he's dead, so he's on a paranormal pattern. Right. <laughs> on behalf of both podcasts, thank you for joining us on The Witching Hour. Tune in next time as we continue our deep delve into the wonderful world of the paranormal. You can also find Kev, J Mac, and Kieran on the Jibber Jabber podcast and Fee and Abby on the Everything Coincidental podcast. Don't forget to get in touch with us on The Witching Hour so that we may continue our conversations and pass on your stories to the world. On behalf of everyone again, I say thank you, good night and sleep tight.